Not an orbital radio. Where all the sexy people go. And anacondas sell for 100 credits. Good evening, truckers everywhere, and welcome to Studio 5 at Hutton Orbital. I'm your genial host, Dick Chafing, and joining me in the Rudolph Hucker seat tonight is... Commander Wotherspoon. Hello, Dick. Nice to be here. I'm not quite so sure about the strange splotches on the chair, though. Uh, and the crumbs on the console. Is there any news on where Rudolph is this evening? Uh, he has come down with a case of Centauri Mega Flu... And a visit from his mother-in-law. Ooh, that sounds nasty. <laughs> yep, you betcha. Uh, best not say too much. Right, on with the news. This is Hutton Orbital Live, and in tonight's headlines. Galactic Groundhog Day sows confusion. Death Dog drama as Death Dog Doppelganger strikes the news. Mad Monks of Venmanen in Ink Stink. Hot Plate Scramble by the Truckers. Hot Call Update Inbound. A hearty hail and hollow me hollow hello! Commanders were thrown into confusion this week after they woke up on Tuesday to find that the galaxy had moved on without them. Influence were wilder than a party at Hober's factions were flung around their systems like confetti. There were plummets and meteoric rises. There were handovers and expansions and retreats and wars starting and ending all in one day. Chaos reigned and Commander Noctivagus had to be sedated before he bashed something. Wednesday morning... Everyone woke up and realized it had all been an out-of-body hollow-me experience with the galactic telepresence system. It had glitched, and every commander in the galaxy had been thrown into an alternate hollow reality. But Wednesday wasn't Wednesday. Wednesday was Monday. Again, nothing had changed. Not one thing they had done in two days had been real. The only thing that had ticked was the clock on the wall. Somewhere in a giant computer, someone had simulated the galaxy so accurately that everyone had been convinced. Then suddenly, as if a big lever had been pulled, it all rolled back to reality. 
There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and lit lies between the pit of a man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the Stot Zone. The good news is that Nocti is much relieved. We didn't lose three systems. PSPF wasn't broken down to 1%. Alpha Centauri wasn't on fire. And George's pants weren't down. There was confusion at an Imperial Invitational meeting this week as our glorious and oh-so-fluffy leader, Alvin, was introduced as his nibs, Death's Hearing Dog, when receiving his award for fundraising for his fellows. At which point, several very elderly members of the Imperial family ran away screaming, and everyone looked suspiciously at the punch, wondering if it was poisoned. This faux pas appears to have happened as a result of a mistranslation of one of Alvin's many honorific titles as Hearing Dog for the Deaf, with an F. Needless to say, he quite liked his new moniker and acted upon it by staring intently at anyone eating food that he wanted, until they were so freaked out and concerned that they were marked for the Grim Reaper that they dropped their sausage on the spot which was promptly scoffed by the dog. The Mad Monks of Van Maan and Star, having not been seen in public for a number of weeks, presumably as a result of sulking about being ousted by a dog and a bunch of hotboxers, have appeared sporadically in public again this week. It appears that they think that ink on the skin is in and have taken to adorning themselves in outlandish displays of facial tattooing and dressing like goths. No, we don't mean that they've gone all hairy and medieval. More like the 20th and 21st century emo variety with pale skin, dark hair, when not fully shaven, and horror movie eye makeup. They have augmented this with geometric designs stenciled on their faces. Our reporter on the scene, Rex Bottoms, has reported that they have taken to referring to one Commander Evenstar as the Hallowed Tattoo Master and carry photographs of him and his tattoo gun around in lockets around their necks, which are also tattooed. They've also decided that they're all called Brian. It's all a bit weird, but the 34th century is a bit like that. They even provide hollow tattoos for your hollow me applied using a light lasering to your projector. Available all good stores in the Milky Way. As an aside, it is now also possible to paint your python with pulsing purple paint. I'm just going to leave that mental image right there for you. This week, with the advent of ship ID license plates which are made at prison planets, including our very own nicotine penal colony in Epsilon Indy, Hutton commanders have been rushing to get the sought-after HOT, HOT, designations for their ships. A number of arguments have broken out as to who exactly asked for HOT gin first. That would be Cecil. Whether the filters should allow HOT jizz, HOT ass and HOT knob... 
Who exactly ate all the hot pie? Who had custody of the hot box and hot pig? And whether people who had 35 ships would be allowed to have 35 different hot plates for their ships? The answer is no. We mean you, Commander Ali Jacks. Alvin is delighted that the penal personalised plate-producing prison population are being kept suitably busy with such endeavours, rendering, rendering them back into useful members of society and keeping them from rejoining the EDF in bashing SPF. On that note, ADM Trevor has yet again been stealing sweets from children, pushing grannies into the road and refusing to use his indicators properly when changing space lanes. He's a one-man violation and must be stopped. Exciting news! Hutton's Hot Call Colonia Colony Mission appears to have won! Well, we came second to a bunch of professional cartographers. Alvin is chasing his tail in delight. We are waiting with bated breath to find out what wonders we will be awarded in our new playground. Will we have an exciting asteroid base? Or our very own Hutton megaship? Will it be a planetary playground to be played of? Well, to be proud of? Suitable for gambling around in SRVs? Will there be awesome sunsets and brilliant sunrises? Will it be a safe haven from the forthcoming menace of alien invasion? Who will our neighbours be? Will they be friendly? Can we borrow their lawnmower? Did anyone realise that 22,000 light years was an awful lot farther than 0.22 light years? Has anyone told Nocti that he needs to travel there every day to get stats? Commander Splendor is hereby appointed as Alvin's regent in the area and will soon be recruiting for commanders to join him out at Colonia to forge Hutton's very own little bubble of crazy. Congratulations. One and all who took part on a job very, very well done. Now, does anyone want any leftover travel guides? Anyone? And finally this week, we can at last say a hearty hollow hello to Hollow projections from across the Milky Way. The last two days have seen Hutton commanders out at Beagle Point, Colonia, and lost somewhere in space. Using the projection systems to take control of gunnery seats and fighters for Hutton commanders battling to win in Kokari. Last night, saw commanders Vinktidon, Fruity, Puppy, Vlekinth, open their ships up to their fellows and bring the pain to Kokari. Bold adventurers Pseudogold and Lenin provided combat operations, and Hutton racked up millions of credits in bonds. As usual, no missions were available, due to Lyle still sulking over her cosmetic surgery incident. We remind all commanders that multi-crew is the pinnacle of cooperative flight, and any commanders who are willing should offer up spare seats to anyone who wants to take a tour of the far arm of the Milky Way, who wants to look at those twin Earth likes you just found who hasn't yet seen a higher prediction by strange aliens, hasn't been to the ruin sites, hasn't seen space fungus. In fact, if you find anything exciting, other than taking a selfie of yourself with it, we would recommend immediately grabbing the first available Hutton commander by his projector and plonking him down in your cockpit. 
On that note, we end the news. Happy flying, Commanders, and remember, it's all for the mug. Indeed it is. Thank you very much, Commander Witherspoon. Now, after this news broadcast, what do we have coming up this evening? Other than me? Well, yes, we have you, which is epic, but what else? Well, we have the official Hot Gallop charts brought to you by Hot Pit. We don't have the wonderful Flossie. We might have a, a stand-in Flossie. We have me, and we might have something strange from Hober. Who knows? You can never tell. You always get something strange from Hober, that's for sure. So stay tuned. We're back after this tune, which will warm you up ready for a bit of cockery, 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 cockery. What do you reckon? We're this one. You're the king of dictation. Cockery. Cockery. Cock-er- Harry, okay. no, 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 not yes. Harry, no, 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 uh, okay, well, no, this, no, 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 this should warm me up for a bit of cock, Harry, <laughs> combat, <laughs> if you can get that image out of your head, <laughs> other than that, do not touch that dial, we'll be back after this spectacular tune, enjoy! Orbital Radio. Second-rate music, third-rate presenters. I think I just sprained my spleen. I'm not even sure that's possible. <laughs> yes, it's uh, quite a quite a tune, isn't it? Oh, just yeah, absolutely amazing. And um, of course, you're listening to me, Grant Cycle here, hosting the show with the amazingly talented and vocally brilliance of the Commander Witherspoon. Good evening to you, Mister Witherspoon. Good evening. I'm quite impressed that we have a, a new regent of Colonia. I this know. Is, this is, hmm. Well, if Splendor's listening up there in the green room and he can put down the champagne long enough, we're definitely going to come a wee chat with him in a minute uh, when we get on with the hot pit report with Commander mm-hmm. Evenstar, Star, um, because we've got that to talk about. I mean, I'm looking at our, our itinerary kindly provided by Vanti An, who unfortunately has to go and do that whole behaving himself and being good Mm-hmm. For, for, for his current visitors and not allowed to use any naughty words whatsoever so um, he'll be busy but um, yeah mm. we've got all the full donations but we're pretty confident now that there's no costs suddenly magically going to appear so therefore we can conclude that this is the best version of the title uh, total that we can get so we'll go through that in a minute uh, while mm-hmm. we quick chat about uh, the Glasgow Meet Neat because there's a bit of change going on with that um, although um, it does seem to be that every time there's change I manage to sneak in a steak lunch with Simuf and then we will get into the wonderful uh, Colonial expansion so we'll, we'll grab uh, we'll grab Blender and Simuf down to come and join us so that we can question them viciously um, and grill Simuf over the figures for Elite Meat because Simon will have them straight to his hands he'll have them right there in front of you don't you Simuf? Oh, where am I? Where am I? What? When did this happen? Just, just there. What are the elite <laughs> figures? We raised money. How much? Go now. It was um, now. Are you wanting this in British? Sounds like powers? he's stalling. Uh, I'm not stalling at all. I mean, it's it's uh, right right here in uh, some folder somewhere. <laughs> I've, I've put. But 
Um, yeah, so uh, if we look at it, it's in it's in the vicinity of one thousand. <laughs> yeah, one thousand pounds. I'm I'm working in here. This is this is a bit like that bit on Top Gear, isn't it? It was one minute fifty. It, Go on then, one thousand. What's the next bit? It's nine hundred. Ooh. And twelve pounds twenty five pence approximately. Fantastic. Hooray. And what's that divided by two? That is um, uh, nine hundred <laughs> and stuff. Um, nine hundred yes. and stuff. Nine hundred mm. and stuff. That's amazing. So that's a huge nine hundred and stuff going to both charities. Not as advertised on the Frontier newsletter. The to, the hearing dogs for the deaf, but actually hearing dogs for the deaf UK. Well, which I- yeah. Yeah, actually, it was supposed to be blind dogs for death. It's a factory that uh, take useless dogs that can't see and uh, turns them into cat food. But it's uh, blind dogs for death. I think that's the charity we're donating. Am, no, am I wrong? That's definitely not it. It's definitely not that. that that's not it. No. Okay, I've got some emails that I need to get on with and send just now. Uh, <laughs> need, to, need to withdraw some, yes. some donations. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I'm just going to pop you back up into the green room, you sick man. Bye. £956, 12 pence to one and 13 pence to another. But I think Mike has said that we can send the extra 25 pence to special effect. Ooh, who will be listening nice. if Baz is listening uh, then hello and that's uh, that's coming to you soon we're just waiting to make contact with a person on the uh, you've got me going you got me going to say the wrong things now as well yeah, uh, blind dogs yeah. for the deaf not blind dogs for the deaf no <laughs> hearing dogs for the deaf oh my gosh we're going to end up going off air. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get that. That's just an amazing title. And you were there. Got your, was that your... That's going to be your second or third convention, Leak Meets? Not me. Um, I've only been to... Well, no, I've been to three, actually. I've been to LaveCon, I've been to Dan Grubb's little thing in Hull, and I've been to this Elite Meet. Yeah. And then, I mean, they all have a slightly different flavour. Yes. But uh, to yes. raise £2,000 for charity at any of them is a huge achievement. And, uh, yeah, we should be sort of, uh, you know, celebrating. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's brilliant, isn't it? We have, we have a really, really good community around this game. We do indeed, yeah. So um, that's fantastic news. So we'll get that confirmed for next week and we'll try and find our contact at the Hearing Dogs for the Deaf. I'm going to kick that Simon right in the backside the next time I see him which will be tomorrow for putting the wrong phrases into my head um, what we'll do just now is we'll, we'll go over to to the wonderful Commander Splendor who's sitting so King. quietly and, and, King and, Splendor uh, yeah King is it well actually I suppose seeing as you took the planet took the, the system um, what what is your title Splendor it might not very be very good question ah there he is have you, have you you've not come up with a particular you know title for yourself? Not yet. I think we'll find out what the uh, system is called first, and uh, then find something suitably apt. Fantastic. Um, I mean, obviously, King sound King sort of jumps to mind as a, as a, that, but it could be Lord Splendor on high, or He Who Hath the Biggest Boot. Um, but, you know, talk us through it. What was the, the final figures in the doors? How did we manage to, to take that second place slot? Quite simply, by shipping more guides than anyone but the winner. <laughs> wow. Well, that would do it. 
Has anyone actually seen the guides? Has anyone actually looked at them? Nope. Sealed containers, picked up from one station, dropped off at another. I think they probably just throw them straight out of the airlock as soon as we deliver them. Yeah, it's like you're recycling when you put your plastics and your paper separately and then a big van comes along and just bundles them all in together as if your work was nothing. Well, that's good news. That's great news. And are you out there at the moment? I have a sidekick out there at the moment, um, parked outside Jack's station, um, helping with the current community goal out there, which I'm sure we'll uh, touch on later, which is to hopefully upgrade some of the uh, local services. Oh, right, fantastic. And, well, we don't know much about where we're going, what we're getting yet. Um, When do we think you might get an update on our system? We don't know for sure. Um, Sometime in the next month. (laughs) Soon. Soon, TM. Yes, um, for some of the previous expansions, it's been within a couple of weeks. Um, Some of the expansions, it's uh, it's taken about a month or so for the, the station to actually be assigned and named... I mean, what was our what was our final tally on uh, guides? Our final tally, I believed our final tally was seven thousand seven hundred. In fact, it turned out to be about eight thousand eight hundred. So, uh, thank you whoever delivered those eleven hundred that didn't own up to them. Well, fantastic! That's brilliant. And uh, Commander Witherspoon, were you or have you been one of the commanders that's managed to get out there and, and drop a load? <laughs> I, I, I did indeed drop my load. Um, 368 uh, tons of uh, truffle guides, uh, which I'm sure will come in really handy for firing the furnace at Jack's to <laughs> make his make his gin or whatever it is he makes. Is that what he's just is conning us all into bringing little pamphlets so he can fire up his fire fra- his fire fueled frame shift? That's, <laughs> that's not an easy one to say, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Well, this isn't a complete list, but um, those commanders who did drop off cargo for us uh, Flossie dropped 272 tons, Alter Rigo uh, 96 tons, uh, Splendor 1279, wow. uh, Splendor Psychic uh, 479, I Am Yeti 8, Ubi 62, uh, Menundra 778, Commander Farkup with 1500. Uh, Atom Hollock with uh, 10, uh, Fubar with 147, Squib drops off 300, Korax drops off 320, Zebedee with 272, uh, Bowl of Petunias with 64, and a variety of other commanders that I don't actually have the names of as well. Uh, dropped off uh, quite a few. I will be attempting to get in contact with everybody who did either drop off. Uh, guides for us or help load up people in the uh, and I'll be sorting out some sort of reward as a thank you brilliant that's fantastic that's very generous of you as well and yeah brilliant I, I think I, I vaguely um, remember uh, not crashing into a huge pile of cargo when we did the Hutton meet at um, where was it? at actually Hutton Orbital uh, on a Friday night last week uh, we just started doing this monthly meetups in the Hotbox team have been doing it for a while, and we did it on the PC. Did you get along to that Splendor? I'm afraid I didn't. It happened while I was at a band practice. Ah, see, I was involved, unfortunately, in attempting to clear the pad of an NPC who wouldn't shift his arse. I got hooked on the pad, couldn't get clear, and the blooming station blew me to bits. So, 
<laughs> Back to the beginning I went uh, with a huge fine and yeah, a nice reinsurance on my T6 rebuy. But never mind, it's okay. It was that's all part of the fun. Now I think uh, Commander Witherspoon, you managed to get out, didn't you? Uh, to where? To to Hutton Orbital. Yeah, the hut. Were you not part of the no, Hutton Orbital meetup? No, I, I'm still at Colonia. I'm, I'm I've been sort of pootling around in Colonia looking for uh, looking well looking at the five systems that we might be placed into and eyeing up the potential um, potential sort of planets and where it would be good places for bases and that sort of stuff so sadly I had to miss out on the Hutton Orbital meet well no I mean it was very interesting we had quite a few commanders we just met up at the station so your little one and a half hour journey there was your own to take at your own leisure I did try and do some broadcasting unfortunately all I could find was a whole pile of crude songs on my radio playlist um, and amused myself greatly for the whole hour and a half that it took me to get there and then I blew myself up and ended up back at the start and thought you know what it's time for bed it's time for bed but there was a number of commanders taking part it was a good turnout up at the station uh, lots of chaff lots of photographs and i think mm-hmm. a few people having a lot of fun which is exactly what it's about and that's going to become a monthly event from now on on pc just like it has been on xbox yes it is the event is already up and you can find that through the fu- through the futton hutters the no 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 the hutton truckers thank god i got that bit right the hutton truckers uh facebook page and uh, if you want to take part you can come along and click on the pc meetup event and join in and get the details um i think it's the 22nd 22nd this month the next one um okay. i saw the 22nd of may or maybe it was let me let me go and double check that because it's you know that sounds that sounds a bit soon for a monthly. Um, I mean, I have the sound of somebody looking at a browser. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem to be. It doesn't seem to be in the truckers' event yet. So I'll have to double check that and get more information on that for you next week anyway, um, because it looks like it could be an awful lot of fun. More information coming soon. More information. So monthly, here we go. Fifth of May is fifth of May. Hutton Truckers PC monthly mug meet, uh, running by Commander Lauren, who is hooking us all up. Now on the similar thread, a similar event coming up on the twentieth of May in Glasgow. If you happen to be about, is the Hutton Truckers Glasgow Meet and Eat, which we did call Meet and Meet because it was going to be in a steakhouse, but we've now since learned that we're going to struggle to get a table for more than six people on that evening for any meat, never mind just steak. Um, So we may revert that back to Pizza Express and go back to our roots of a pizza meat. So... On the 20th of May, it'll still be 7 o'clock p.m. in Glasgow. If you happen to be in the area or passing by, you are very much welcome to come along. The event is open to the public. You can find that. I think Commander Hale um, has set that one up for us, and I will be there myself. Simuf Tech Monkey will be there. I think we'll have some non-truckers uh, available to turn up as well, just to give it another bit of a flavour. That, of course, will be my my um, uselessly piloting daughter who doesn't fly very well at all. Um, she should be coming along because she thoroughly enjoys being part of a truckers' events. Um, and with this, I don't know. If this, has there been a pizza, a pizza meet down where you are? Uh, there was one in Reading that um, Commander Brett Riverboat organised. Sadly, I wasn't able to quite get along to that. 
Um, but that was at his own pizza restaurant, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. I think I, th- I think if I understand correctly, the the people who went along there were able to spin their own pizzas in the traditional Italian way. Yes, I mean, uh, Brett River was extremely accommodating and made sure it was a night that the truckers wouldn't forget. And, well, it sparked the whole pizza meat runs and we had, obviously, Glasgow, we're expecting one. I think Commander Hober's got one to be planned. There was an elite meet out in Australia uh, where they met up for some pizza, which was amazing to see. And it is something we encourage you to do just by getting into the Facebook page. Just pick a date that suits you. Pick your local favourite food hall, whether it be pizza. Pizza's just easiest because everyone, everyone likes pizza. Go on, have a bit of pizza. And um, just book the day, go along, meet up, have some food, have a chat, go home, do it again. And the next time you'll find more people will want to come because, well, the first one went ahead, so definitely going to come to the second one. And then it gets bigger, and then you end up with enough to run your own uh, elite meet where you can then have your own convention and stuff as well. So it's just about showing you how easy it is to get these things started. And once you get them started, it's awesome. You've met some new people, you've got some new friends and contacts, and you've got people you can play with that you then know, and also a full belly and potentially a couple of beers too. Hurrah! Yeah, it just sounds like win-win to me. And it just, yes. And, 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 and it is that easy, really. It's, it's, if, if somebody takes the initiative and organises it, then it's surprising how many people come out the woodwork and say, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll come along to that one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's always, I know we have all a host of different people in our group, which is what makes it so varied and wonderful. And there's a host of various issues that people face, whether it be physical barriers or whether it be mental barriers. And we want you to try and make these meets to try and lessen those barriers so you can be part of all the amazing stuff that is out there for us all and be part of the conventions and it's something you know we we strive as the convention organizers for the likes of LaveCon and for elite meet to make sure that we do tick the boxes of making them as accessible as we can for can, everybody can I, can, can I just say about that that um the LaveCon 2016 was the first convention i'd been to and i was really really nervous about it and Going in the front door there and being met by Dave and sort of all the Hutton truckers and everybody talking about Elite, it was, I, I felt at home within about five minutes and I, I just didn't look back. It was absolutely wonderful. Really, really sort of open, opened the door for me. It was brilliant. And then suddenly you've got lots of faces and names that you maybe yeah. remember the names. You, you might even remember the names, but it makes the next one less worrying and then you become. You know, part, part of the crowd and, you know, you become ground in dirt on the backside of a convention. Where am I going with that? But, you know, you become the dirt yeah. in the grooves. Uh. <laughs> ground in dirt. That's me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're Stubborn right. stains you just can't get rid of. That's well, like the on one. chair. <laughs> I think we're all stubborn stains. Right. What I think we'll do is we'll go for a quick musical break and we will be back uh, with the Hot Pit Report and Commander Evenstar, who is waiting to give us the facts and figures. Um, For now, I shall... Well, yeah, we'll just... Well, I'm trying to think of something that I could possibly say that might even hook into this song. Well, that'll do it. Um, It's Blue Suede and Hooked in a Feeling. We'll be back after that. Horrendous link. Hot Orbital Radio. 
Broadcasting on the only frequency you can receive. Without us, there is nothing. Ah, that's true. Without us, there would be nothing. Well, there'd be a slightly short pause to the uh, evening's live <laughs> DJ stuff that goes on normally in our 24-hour radio stream. If you don't listen to it, why not? HotNorbert.com, come on! Add it in your tune-in, stick it on your Sonos, put it on your iPhone, program it into your mini-radio, stick it up on your something that does something with it. I don't know. It's the mark of a professional, isn't it? Knowing when to stop. Yeah. One of these days I'll learn. Well, weird as you can hear by the amazing voice you just heard pop into your ears, we're joined in the studio by the, well, I don't know, superfluous, the the sexy, the... <laughs> superfluous, I think that's about right. It's <laughs> a, a good one, that one, isn't it? Um, Commander Evenstar, Russell, how are you? Good evening, I'm fine and dandy, thank you. Brilliant to hear. Are you recovered? Because there seemed to be an awful lot of commanders struck down with the post-event lurgy. Um, have you managed to avoid that from Elite Meat? Yeah, I did quite well out of that. I got a, got a little frog in my throat, but nothing of any note. I think the, so, the, yes. I think that really just came from the amount of shouting that we all did. Oh, yes, yes. I, I think I talked more in those um, what, a day and a half than I did in the previous month. <laughs> it's amazing how it gets you um, Right, well we are ready and anticipating your Hot Pit Report If you are ready to give us it Okay, here we go then So here it is, your weekly roundup from the Hutton Orbital Truckers Political Information Team At 12, down 6 at 22, it's Wolf 24 At 11, up 3 at 22, it's Epsilon Indy at 10, down 11. At 43, it's Wolf 359. At 9, up 4. At 46, it's Wise 08550714. At 8, up 2. At 47, it's Trepin. At 7, down 2. At 48%, it's PFPFLF2. At 6... Up 4, at 49, it's LP245-10. At 5, up 14, at 51%, it's Wolf25. At 4, up 14, at 55, it's George's Pants. At 3, down 7, at 55, at Home and Alpha Centauri. At 2, up 1, at 58, and at just 340. And at 1, up 27, at 59%, it's Van Marn and Star. I'll just cover the music for you. Da, 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 da. Slick. <laughs> one of these, one of these weeks, we'll crack that. One of these weeks, we'll crack that. It's, you know, one day, one day. Is that that finish? I never quite finish right. As um, yeah, let, let's leave that there. Let's <laughs> just leave that one right there. Um, well, thank you very much. That's yeah. <laughs> Again, I think uh, just before you came, you were just about to go and do your report. We were chatting to to Otherspoon there, who was noting some distinct and pretty sharp drops over the last week, thanks to war and uh, the the update. Yeah, it, it has. We 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 had a, a well, as you've talked about earlier, a little bit of a scare with the BGS. I think that got um, got resolved by pretending it never happened, which is is, is my usual way of dealing with things, actually. Um, but yeah, the war does does take a bit of a toll on our systems. We do tend to drop a fair bit there. Um, 
So it's yeah, it's it's gone gone down a bit, but you know, as you can hear by the, all the ups in the report, it, it's it's started to pick back up. We're getting our influence back in. So um, you know, half attack over, I think. Um, but we still had a bit of a tough time coping with that war. So um, we need your help. We need we need bonds and bounties and trading and stuff. Lots of stuff. Lots of uh, stuff, yeah. <laughs> good job I'm not vague about it, isn't it? <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah so it's, good. good. Good sort of um, lots of people to try and get involved in this week, then. Where, where are your uh, recommended hotspots for us? Right, well, Major General Noctavale just has advised us to drop combat bonds and bounties into the systems that need help. Now, they will be updated daily on the um, the BGS page, but for the moment, in his lovely weekly report, it is Wolf359, Trepin, George's Pants, PSPF, Epsilon Indie, Wolf124, Kokiri, and Wise. So, not much. <laughs> <laughs> not much. <laughs> well, there's been, do you have any so, questions to, to, to pitch to Russell? I suppose the thing that I'm interested in is what's going to happen when we get a base in Colonia. Is is Nocti going to have to go out every week to check what the stats are? Well, I think he's been frantically engineering an anaconda um, and ah. stripping it down to the whole plates to try and get it as light as possible. But but we did, you know, within the team, we suggested it might be worth finding somebody who quite likes the idea of being in Colonia all the time. And, um mm. Perhaps if there are any volunteers, please apply P.O. Box Major General Nocti. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's the plan for the time being. We're going to cover it amongst the team, but if we can get someone who, who can um, be our roving reporter um, some considerable distance away, then that would be great. Is that you? Are you listening to this broadcast and thinking, that's me, that's? Do get in touch. Send in a message to us, to Commander General Noctivegas, or anywhere, actually. Just, you know, get us on Facebook and say, I'd like to be your contact out in Colonia, and then we'll do the rest and uh, see if we can't get you a nice seat at a table with um, a reasonable amount of gin and uh, mugs. Absolutely. There's always gin, and, and we're, we're never short of mugs, let's be honest. We do have gin and mugs on standby in Jack Station, just in case. <laughs> Good man. That's got to be a bloody good payout, that has. How much is a Hutton mug out there? Unfortunately, no more than if you sold it a mere 250 light years from Hutton Orbital. Really? Oh, we, we, oh. We're very generous, aren't we? We like, to, we like to spread our mugs around. You know, we charge a premium, but not too much. We, we don't, don't take the mig. Yeah, but it's not like they don't do it in return. I mean, I, my asp is still out there. Does it cost me 144 million to get the damn thing shipped? I mean, the postal service is extortionate from Jacks. Ah, just bought yourself a suicide wand. You can get quite a good range on those if you strip it down. Well, that was the problem. I got into a little suicide winder and I got blown um, out of the system and um, magically voice attack wee, clicked wee, wee, the, all the way home. <laughs> yeah, I was I had voice attack running at the time, and just as I said something, it clicked on to go back to the soft start. No. Oh. <laughs> I've not used voice attack since. I really haven't. I'm just so upset with it. You just waste. Oh, oh right. Anyway, yeah, it's a big do. We are going to go for another little musical break, I think. And oh, look, your music's playing. Uh-huh. Oh, that was good. Um, yeah, was that same if again? <laughs> I think so. 
Oh yes, I, th- I do need to get this in. Yes, um, we've got s- the war's still going on, but um, we expect it to end on Saturday. Tick, we think. Um, in which case, we think civil unrest will be the next state. Um, and if you are into a bit of the pew pew, civil unrest combat actions has double effect. So um, you know, epsilon Indy, just saying. Double effect. Yeah, yeah, okay. Someone, someone's about to get ejected head first into cubicle three in a second. Um, right, excellent. So, amazing, amazing. We shall move on and 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 war. So that means don't don't dump your exploration data yet. Speak to Colonel General Noctavegas prior to doing any kind of data dumps and he will direct you as to how to best serve the truckers right let's uh, hit our lovely tune and then we're going to come back with the hollow flossy and the galnet not the galnet news that will be coming after that do you want to do it live what <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. If anybody is interested, they can listen to the podcast from Elite Meat because that's that went up today, didn't it? It so, did. But mm-hmm. we do need to talk to because, unfortunately, due to the the feedback issues that we had on the uh, evening, oh. yeah, the Galnet news was inaudible, and oh. the community goals was also inaudible, oh. unfortunately. I think possibly even the Hot Pit Report. Anything oh. with that serious undertones. But if you would like to re-record your Galnet News, we will definitely put it up on your uh, <sighs> your iTunes feed and uh, let people get to enjoy the, the horrendous slant that you made. <laughs> yes. As long, long as the bit where um, David tripped up me and um, Spike time after time is, is inaudible, I'm, I'm a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see because <laughs> that was embarrassing but it is available on the website now and I think last week's Hutton Orbital news is up and tonight's will be up very promptly after the show um, so fingers crossed I say that uh, but we'll be back uh, this tune is dedicated to all those people who were caught up in the Hollow Me Wednesday is the Hollow Me Wednesday is Monday shenanigans mm, whatever that means I know what it means but I'm trying to work out the sentence. It's one of Dave's. He's obviously got words wrong way around. Something spelled something wrong. Here's Kings of Leon and wasted time. Cut an orbital radio. Banging on your eardrums like a horny Rottweiler. Right, we're <laughs> we're back, and we're we're not going to go into that conversation yet. We're going to save that one to the end. Uh, at this point in time, we don't have a Flossie. Flossie is out celebrating her son Derek's birthday today, so they're out having a beautiful meal, and instead, we've installed. Hollow Flossy version 3.2 and uh, I'm going to play the intro while I turn this thing on. Um, I'm sure there's a button somewhere. Can you see the button, Peter? I cannot see the button. Well, I'll just pr- press one randomly. Let's press that one. Or, or pull that lever. No, hold on a second. That doesn't look right. Um, Please do not press this button again. Oh, sorry. Uh. Damn it.
not 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 That looks like he's working now. Um, hello, Hollow Flossy. No, give it a kick. No, it's That's not working, just... is it? <clears throat> I've been stubborn things. Hey. hey! Hello, welcome to this week's Community Goals with me, your host, Flossy. Wow. <laughs> wow, it's uncanny. First up, a Utopia Research Appeal. In the uh, diddly ding dong system, it's the station of Kenka City. <laughs> is uh, requesting various commodities to be used in a forthcoming research and development program. An order for zirconium, conductive ceramics, and strange wake solutions have been placed and promised rewards to all pilots who deliver these commodities to Kenka City in the diddly-ding-dong system. Sigmiro Pranavata, leader of the Utopian movement, released a statement outlining the nature of the initiative, but I'm not going to bother to read it. <laughs> is going to run until the 20th of April at 3 o'clock or until enough has been collected sounds good sounds good are, are they um, are there any any more community goals um, hollow flossy community goal number two oh yes Colonia resource drive it has now been eight months since the first Colonia outpost was established, and since then the colony has gone from strength to strength. With Colonia continuing to expand, the Colonia Cooperative has placed an open order for mined galite, gold, and methanol monohydrate crystals for the development of infrastructure right throughout the Colonia area. The spokesman has released a statement, which I'm also not going to read. The campaign begins on the 13th of April and will run for one week. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. Oh, you know what? It it, it it seems to be slightly, slightly lazier than than the normal flossy. Hmm. Yes, very laid back. Yeah. And finally, oh, colonial migration appeal for April. But we don't care because we're already there. And that's the end of the community <laughs> goals report. This has been Flossy. Am I allowed to ask a question before yeah, yeah. you? Okay, question. What is this community goal to improve Colonia going to give us? Because at the moment in Colonia, if you want to buy anything better than a grade D anything, well, basically you can't. There's nothing in chipsite fitting. That's that's really worth buying. If, like me, you bought your ship out there, you're kind of stuck with a grade D frameshift drive, grade D everything. Is that is that going to improve as a result of the school? As the people running the community goal have not actually told anybody anything, 
and the participation rewards are not yet listed because nobody's handed in enough materials yet, it only having begun a few hours ago, we don't know. We hope so. Hmm. So it's a bit of a mystery then. It's a mystery. It's Ooh. a mystery, it's a mystery, searching for a clue. Um, yeah, well, thank you very much, Hollow uh, Flossy. You may now um, disassemble yourself and pack yourself back in that box so that we can return you. How much did we spend hey, on Hollow Flossy? I think, I don't know, it was about £3.50, I think it was on, you know, Seabay. Have you, have you still got the receipts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to take it back anyway. I just want to, you know, just take it out, get it to do the thing, and then take it back and get my money back. Like we did with the Christmas trees and that toilet seat that you broke. Well, I say broke. <laughs> we, we never did retrieve all of it. <laughs> get on um, with this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So, that was the flossy bit. Now we're going to get on to the musicy bit, and then we'll be back with some musicy talky bit, and then we'll be back with some more of our talky bit. So, what we're going to do is we're going to play a little tune, and this is for everybody who's fighting with a hairy... Nope, sorry. Everybody who's fighting in co-carry and PSPF, this beautiful tune is for you all, you wonderful people. And right after this, we're going to go straight into the Galnet Report. So don't touch that dial. We'll be back in a while. Right about now. Galnet News Digest, 13th of April, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, new things in the galaxy. Photofit of Commander Salumi issued. Nameplates in chaos. New things in the galaxy. Word has reached the Galnet News Digest that mysterious new things are present in our galaxy. The nature of these things is currently not clear, but it's believed there is a possibility that semi-mythical installations such as bases in hollowed-out asteroids, mining dredgers and even generation ships might be visible to those commanders who know where to look. There is also believed to be a risk that our alien companions in the galaxy might have developed a particularly nasty cold. Commanders are recommended to keep clear because when an alien sneezes, the green snot gets absolutely everywhere. There are also rumours that additional organic content has been added, something that should make traders in bio-waste particularly happy. But one thing is puzzling commanders everywhere. A mysterious data scanner has appeared in every ship. It serves no purpose. It has no use. No commanders can remember ordering one. The galaxy has a new mystery. Photofit of Salome issued. In an attempt to rid the galaxy of several wanted criminals, scribbling Senator Drew Wagor has issued photofits of Commander Salome and her Alliance sidekick, Sue Annabelle Singh. 
The bounties on the heads of these miscreants and on those of their companion Ran Corson and the renowned oboist Yuri Nakamura have been raised significantly, apparently at the request of Senator Wagar. Many commanders had previously assumed that Senator Wagar was a supporter of Salome. In fact, it appears that he may be secretly undermining her while maintaining a pretense of support. In related news, some progress has been made in identifying the whereabouts of Commander Salome. An interceptor transmission appears to make reference to the year 1984, and two ancient programmers by the names of Ian Bell and David Braben. The clue also makes reference to the son of a god who crashed his chariot into the river Po in Italy on the planet Earth. It is therefore believed that Commander Salome has time-travelled back to the year 1984 and is earning her keep picking grapes on an Italian vineyard in the company of the two then-young programmers who were at the time on a not-terribly-successful exchange visit to Italy. Sometimes the clues are just too easy. Nameplates in Chaos Commanders everywhere have been rushing to buy the new ship nameplates. In fact, the demand's been so high that Sir Marco Custom Paint Jobs has had trouble keeping up with the demand. But there's been a problem. Many commanders have discovered that their carefully chosen name has had some of the letters replaced by asterisks and all the spaces removed. Ships with names like Scunthorpe Lass, Penniston Pride and Cockermouth Conveyor have all been affected as has the green Imperial Clipper, the cool cucumber. The astronomical names Titan and Uranus are subject to the same problem separately and when used together. Although some ships have the default name Federal Assault Ship, it is not possible to change the name of a ship to Assault Ship. Pussy Galore does not work as a ship name. Bizarrely, the Thargoid Probe Master and the Bashing Bishop both work fine. Confused and angry commanders took to the discussion forums to lament the problem, only to discover that the forums also suffer from the same condition, leading to a completely unintelligible discussion in which none of the affected names could be used. Sir Marco Custom Paint Jobs is believed to be looking into the matter urgently, and a new sign writer is expected to be appointed soon. TM. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Hutton Orbital Radio. Making your journey feel somehow longer. What a tune. Good old Beastie Boys giving it yee-haw. Um, well, apparently they were the, the, you know, the people that were behind that whole party movement. I don't know if you were part of that party movement, were you, Weathersman? Um, yes, I, I was a raver. Um, yes, definitely. Ah, Absolutely. so you were out there fighting for your rights to party then? Um, yes. 
See, this, it just reminds me of a, of, a, of, a, of a night out in, in Glasgow, on Sol, where in the pub we were listening to that blaring out beautifully loud as a large bus full of pensioners arrived to go into the hotel uh, next door to the bar we were in. So already they're looking, thinking, that's a bit loud and unsuitable for all. How are we going to sleep through that kind of carry-on? Um, and as the doors of this beautiful coach opened up, the police tackled some criminal to the ground, smacking his head just at their feet, and then hiking him away. I just fully expected them all to close the door on the coach and drive <laughs> away again. Um, but no, welcome to Glasgow. <laughs> welcome to Glasgow. It was just beautiful timing. Meanwhile, pumping out hot Beastie Boys. Ah, oh, right. Well, we've we've reached towards the end of the show now. We have got a little chat about Lavecon to bring up before we go. But I think it's only fair that we get straight into the usual that you've all been waiting for. Well, Ventura, you've been waiting for this, I know. And um, it is, of course... Oh, why didn't I do anything? That'll be because I've pressed the wrong button! It's time for Harbour's Bend Don't pay too much attention, it'll probably be Right, and, and tonight we don't have um, Hollow Hober. Uh, sorry, we don't have Hober. We do have a Hollow Hober. However, um, unlike Hollow Flossy, this time we have a manual. You've got the manual, haven't you, Peter? Uh, uh, oh, no, I thought you had the manual. Yeah. Oh, God, where's the flipping manual? Oh, there it is. It's, it's, it's what's stopping your table from wobbling. Oh, yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, yeah, just yeah, well, no, oh, tell yeah. you. You look it up. Could you just look up the turning on instructions? Should so yes, page okay. page, page sixty nine. Page sixty nine. Yes. Oh, ooh, ooh, page sixty. Ooh, didn't know they did. Ooh, golly, that's uh, I didn't know they did that. Right. Uh, so, so you've got to press the big red one on the right hand side. Hmm. And, and then yeah, and then. Pull the lever down, release the red button, okay. let go of the lever, and it should all spring into action. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. okay. Oh, and um. okay, that's ah, pull this bit. Ow! Good evening, everybody. This Yay. is Hollow Hober. I'm at ninety-five percent power and ready to proceed. Well then, um, 95% power? How did you lose 5% power already? Somebody incorrectly inserted attachment into my rear slot. Oh, right, okay, well that yeah, that happens to me all the time. Um, um, hello, Hober, um, please could you run the Hober update for this week, please? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, this is Hollow Hober. As you've come to expect from the low, lovely Hollow Hober experience, I'm here to chat to you about Hutton's next top trucker. Uh, we have, in fact, pushed the sign-up back due to popular demand to the 29th. So that gives you a little bit of extra time to get things in. It also, the old date seems to clash with some cataclysmic event hosted by Drew Wagar. So watch out for that date. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I think it was originally the 24th. Was that correct? It was indeed, but um, something cataclysmic in the future is coming, and everybody seems scared of that date. So, 
just to be on the safe side, if the world does not end and the universe doesn't fly apart, 29th is when the, the uh, sign-up sheets for these will be withdrawn. Okay, because I mean, I've, I've got written in my diary, uh, it says Salami Night, um, which can only mean one of two things. And I'll find out then. Um, but for now, um, is, is, that, is there anything else that Hollow Holbert that you have to, to report, or is, or is that your completed... Well, the original, the actual flesh and blood Hober is um, at Al- Alvin Station in Alf Centuri, Alvin's Prospect, at uh, Lael's request. Uh, it seems trying to teach Jimmy the Mug some new tricks is, um, yeah, giving them a little bit worn out, though he's taking a little bit of a rest, and we should have him back teaching Jimmy the Mug in no time. Excellent. Well, we're looking forward to the latest updates as well and Jimmy the Mug and see how his job hunting has been going. Um, are you a, a fan, Com- uh, Commander Witherspoon, of the Jimmy the Mug sections? Oh, so much a fan. It is so entertaining. Sometimes not in the way it's intended, but it is <laughs> always entertaining. Oh, dear me. There's just so much about Hutton Truckers that comes into that kind of category. Isn't <laughs> oh, it yes. works. Not in the way it's intended, but it works somehow. It comes together in the end. Um, right now, let's see. Who have we got still kicking around in our studio? We've got Hollow Hober. Will you, you stay there? We have just Russ. Yep. I want to correct something. Um, Hollow Hober referred to the real Hober as being flesh and blood. Uh, we actually all know it as pissing fags, actually. Ah, my mistake. Just wanted my to correct that. Was, software was about 120% proof. <laughs> so we've got Russell here, we've got entire, uh, We've got Hollow Hober, <coughs> we've got Commander Cymoof, Commander Splendor, and Commander Witherspoon. Now, I'm not certain, but I've got a pretty sneaky suspicion. Are all of you coming to LaveCon this year? Yes, I am. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm not decided. Hollow Hooper? Uh, at the moment, not at the moment, unless uh, circumstances change for me. Uh, uh, we'll try and see if we can get a longer charger cable, but um, if you are, which we are, are now, how many of you are planning on being there on the Friday night? I'll be there. Yes, will be. <laughs> Okay, and and have you partaken of the Commanders or the Ambassadors reception banquet that is available? Absolutely. Yep. Yes, indeed. Excellent. Now, sadly, Simuf and I have not, because our track record of getting down there in time for flipping midnight has not been great to the last couple of years. So it just seemed to be a bit of a high-risk strategy to book anything that relies on us to get there in any particular time. So we will not be part of that, but then again, we'll be setting up. Hopefully we'll get there at a reasonable hour and have plenty of time for setting up. But the commanders or the ambassadors' reception banquet information has been released on the Facebook LaveCon page. Uh, I'll give you a, so I'll give you the opening paragraph of it. Uh, and we'll try and make it a little bit moody. Um, let's see. Oh, in fact, Simuf. What? Is that moody s- enough? Yeah. No, that's that was that was that's the wrong kind of moody. Um, okay. But if you could try and have you got some sort of spacey, atmospheric, exciting music that's not too um, inappropriate? Not now, involving you do monkeys. know that if you were Hobart and asking for this, what I would do at this point. Well, yes, I know, but seeing as it's you know one day away from the Drabble show, then I always throw to you for this. But just, just wondering if you have anything sort of two hand, not two fingers. You can put them down. 
Woo! Will I never? There we go. So this document has a title of The Commanders. <laughs> Thanks for that. That, that. that was beautiful. That was that was beautiful. <clears throat> it is about food, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is definitely. Actually, technically, it's page two that has the title of The Commanders. Is it? Yeah, there's a page above that. Oh, crap. Okay. Okay, page two. We're going to read page two, and then I'll go back to page one, because I've now got the music going. The Commanders. The life of a spaceship commander is a diverse one. Spending so long alone in your ship might lead you to lose touch with the latest fashion of your home world. Additionally... What you wear can come to define you in the eyes of your business contacts. There is something of an identity to what you choose to dress in. Many privateers are inspired by the classic maritime period of Old Earth. Pirates on the high seas with their black tricorn hats, the bicorn of the British Navy, or the bandana of the buccaneer. The life of long-haul freighter captain or a deep space explorer can be lonely. When you're trekking vast distances with a prize cargo and no co-pilot, you tend to stay in your chair and keep lookout for opportunists. Nutrition pipes and excretion funnels can be built into the pilot's chair. Some plug into these and go for weeks or months without moving from their seats. Electro-muscle simulation prevents their bodies from atrophy, 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 but can result in some strange twitches and ticks. Okay, no, no, not 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 that kind of tick. No, 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 not that kind of tick. Right, you can kill that, kill it, 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 um, so, as you can hear, what this document has is ways of ex- exciting you and giving you ideas of of how to portray your character. So, the event is an occasion for independent traders, not Del Boy, but not necessarily not, not Del Boy, and representatives of the three main elite dangerous factions, Federation, Empire and Alliance, to meet and discuss trade opportunities and their concerns. The reception and banquet is intended as an occasion where you have an opportunity to dress up as your commander along with a group of other people who will be doing the same. And in the year 3300 AD, humanity is spread across the stars and is expanding further along their waistline. Stop eating. It's not on yet. Into the new uncharted reaches of space and fashions very widely. So this document is giving you a flavour of what the fashions are for the factions, um, personal kind of uh, things you might like to add to your character. But uh, on the actual evening itself, the Friday evening, you'll meet for drinks and talk business over a meal. So you just get basically get to play your commander. So if you are Simon, for example, you would sit in the corner on your own, farting and picking and eating your own scabs and not speaking to anybody. That's a little bit rude, is it not? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a lot of bit rude. It's you. Right. Yeah, but he, he talks you know to everyone. He, he yeah. usually ends in off, but, you know, he does talk. <laughs> yeah, right. thank you. 
<laughs> so you have opportunity to do that. Obviously now, uh, knowing uh, Karen and and Alan, who are huge uh, fans and uh, have been involved in live action role play for years, they will be on hand to help you and e- help you ease yourself into character. It can be a lot of fun now. When we used to, do, when I used to, do, when I was an actor. In amateur theatre, one of the things we used to like to do, right, was we would put on our character and we would sit around a table and just just be ourselves as the characters, or be the characters ourselves, or be ourselves in the I don't know how it worked, but basically we pretended to be our characters and just carried on the evening in that way to, to get a feel for the skin and just to sort of be able to react in different ways. You, someone says something to you, you think, well, if I was Simon, if I would just tell him to beep off. Um, or if you were Commander Witherspoon, you might, you know, say, oh, could I could I get that for you so you don't have to? Um, <laughs> just stay away from the toilets. Stay away from the toilets, Witherspoon. Just don't go near them. <laughs> he wipes. No, he doesn't. Um, and no, he, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you're on your own for and basically it's a chance for you to kind of meet other people's characters and just bring your character to life on a night with an evening in a safe space free of judgment unless Fletch has had too many pints but then at least he'll be judging everybody equally but basically it's just have some fun play your character and have a fantastic staged course meals and um, yeah it does sound like something that could be a lot of fun. It does sound quite interesting, actually, yes. I mean, sort of the, the, there's some suggestions on the sorts of costumes you might want to wear, like having a look at um, some, of, some of the in-game art that's already been produced, or just wearing pressure suits or, or trench coats or whatever um, are, are all kind of acceptable type costume. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure if the Hutton trucker should be wearing sort of like string vests and whatnot. I don't know if we're allowed to. Big, bright orange onesies. Yeah, that'd nice. be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting my tattoo gun out for some of those um, delicious commander tattoos they've got. Ooh. I say. <laughs> and then there's a bit of information down the bottom which says that there will actually be some events happening during the reception. So there'll be some tasks and missions available that we can participate in if we wish. Entertainment laid on. It sounds quite intriguing, doesn't it? Yeah, so I mean, it's one of these things, again, this might sound, sound if you are particularly socially, or you struggle socially at all, this might sound like an absolute uh, dream, or it could be the worst thing you could imagine is trying to fit in and, and play a role. It is not meant to be stressful. It is purely, if you all you can manage is to get yourselves into an outfit, go along and just sit and enjoy, and then we can join you after our setup and we can carry on. It'll be even more fun. Also, if you're at all worried, don't be. There'll be plenty of us truckers there, so just talk to us and we'll help you get involved in whatever happens to be going on. Yeah, there's an awful lot of you've got likes of yeah. Splendor. You can't miss Splendor. You just can't. No, physically you cannot miss him. He is massive. Every year we try. Every year we try with those darts just to get one to him. But yeah. how big is <laughs> how big is your hat this year? Not that I've got hat well, envy. I can have four. <laughs> what? How many heads are you gonna have? <laughs> um I've got one head, so I'll just have to rotate them. <laughs> You're a trucker, Harry. 
Well, you see, I've got the Hutton Trucker Mining Corporation hat, I've got the Hutton Trucker Colonia hat, I've got my pre-Hutton Truckers hat, and I seem to have developed a Hutton Trucker cowboy hat from somewhere. Tell you what, though, I mean, I'd have to sort of struggle, struggle to work out. Do I, you know, do I come down as Dick Chafing? Do I come down as Commander Psycho Cow? Um, do I come down as Lave Radio's Bar Steward? Because then I'd have to work all night, and I don't like my options in any of these. Um, I think I'll have to go and buy another account. Hmm. I, don't, I don't fancy working behind the bar all night. I know what you guys drink, like, it's just, you know, it's horrific. <laughs> You're actually in the document as, yes, as a gentleman with the tricorn hat and a gun. You're there as a pirate. Well... From, from his days as the captain of the floppy banana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the floppy banana, yes. The old, good old Mr. Winnard, Commander Winnard's ship of choice. Uh, a rather broken down ship held together with chewing gum and, and prayers. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. Oh, the fun we had in the floppy banana before there was an actual game to play. Um, right, well, unless... Is there anybody else who's got anything they would like to, to raise right now uh, to get out there to the people out in listening land? Good There's evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's the real Homer. Don't believe you. Just thought I'd pop in, see how the hollow Hober's doing. Hollow Hober, how are you doing? I'm very good. Real Homer? Could you uh, state the three laws of robotics for me? Yes, I can. Would you like me to start? Please start. One, a robot not injure a human being or, through inaction, allow a human being to come to harm. Two, a robot must obey orders given to it by a human being except where such orders would conflict with the first law. Three, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Thank you very much, Hollyhober. Could you also state the uh, the laws of Hutton's next top trucker? Have fun, sign up, and if you bribe the judges, it will get you points. Thank you very much. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, the sign up event has begun. Unfortunately, I could only invite a hundred and five of you truckers because. The other 400 people aren't friends with me, so I will try and get that rectified. But sign-up will continue till the... I believe it's the 29th of April, 3303. Um, please make sure you fill in the digital spreadsheet and send it to send it to itookpart at huttonorbital.com so we can collate everybody, get everybody set up into brackets. Make sure you're in the right time zone so we can assign judges... Uh, have a look through the rules. Um, we've not been too strict on them because, well, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? It's a bit of fun. Um, Hollow Hober. Yes. How is your logging capabilities? I can perform over 16,000 login applications per second. Ooh. Could you go over uh, Hober's internet history? Hang on, hang on. Did, did, you, did you say login or logging? Logging. I'm pretty sure I can pinch off a log every 30 seconds. I think that contravenes as a prime, primary function number one. Do you think so? You think it might bring Hober to harm? <laughs> no, no, we're okay with that. <laughs> I've got 
gone through its internet history, but um, as it, this is a family show, I cannot divulge 30% of what's in there. Oh, Near 30%? 30. Near 30%? Try harder. <laughs> no, Russell, how are you doing? Are you all right? Is there anything you want to raise? How did your... Um, when it was your wife who was running the... Or was it Andrews? It was Andrews, wasn't it? And then that, that, that was Andrews, but she did yeah. very well, she especially with a broken foot. Russell, do you know what yeah. would be really handy? See if you and Andrew could marry each other's wives. It would make the job so much easier for Psycho Cow. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the red mark on, on the cheeks attest to that suggestion. It just didn't go down well. <laughs> I now can't go to Mrs. Spikes. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and how she did it she did amazingly well she got a broken metatarsal um, oh my god toe, toe bit and she ran the whole 26 miles with a broken foot she's mad but brilliant nonetheless and she beat well over half the, the crowd so yes yeah, just, not uh, worthy. just over well. five hours wasn't it just over five hours which is it, spectacular it was just under with the chip time Oh right, that's right. It is. You're quite, you're quite right. And and with the, the chip time for the time when it took her to chip her foot um, was removed from the <laughs> clock, was it? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I said, yeah, amazing so, stuff. Amazing, you know. Congratulations um, <laughs> goes out to her for an amazing job and a good chunk of cash raised for charity, which is amazing. And you've got potentially a bike, another bike ride coming up soon. Yeah, we got um, well soonish September. We got the um, London to Brighton off-road bike rides. That's seventy-five miles on the on the lumpy bits, so that should be a Jeez. lot of fun. And of course, we're hoping for another uh, Hober bike ride later on in the year as well. So, lots oh, of yes. cool stuff to come up with. Um, Splendor, anything you want to shout out to the general unwashed? Just one very big thank you for all the assistance that everybody gave in our Colonia expansion which has been successful. Hurrah! Huzzah! Fantastic. Well, I mean, it just it does remain for me to give a huge thank you to Commander Witherspoon for stepping in uh, last minute and replacing Vanti Un to help me get through tonight's new show. Um, so thank you very much, Pete. You're very welcome. Can I get out of this horrible sticky seat now? I'm not sure you can. You might need to use all over to prise you out of it. I've just um, tried to get up and it's not working. There's a crowbar just do, around here just somewhere. Do what, just do what Cecil does. Just wet yourself and it'll loosen eventually. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, uh, is it that chair? It is that chair. Ouch. Oh, dear me. I heard it's hard just to before, get out of the Rubik's Cube. Is this to complete? Just, there was another charity announced in the trucker's thread by Ian Honchinero. Okay. Just... Just that's when it's in my mind that I know of his wife is also doing something that involves spending a lot of time away from him. So we encourage that. Spending time away from me, (laughs) That doesn't sound like a charity. (laughs) No, she's doing... (laughs) I'm a little bit sketchy on all the details, come to think of it. But it's something (laughs) to do with someone Ian Honchinero knows, and they're doing something possibly for charity. (laughs) At some time. So. You're, you're a font of information, you are. <laughs> so so there's that. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thank okay. you. There's other charities happening, probably uh, other places too, so keep an eye out for them too. Um, and other stuff to do. Um, there's loads of that happening around you. Just, you know, have a look when you're walking around. Take a wee look to your left and a wee look to your right and make sure you don't, you know, walk into a road or in front of a car. Um, but we will catch you next week at the usual time of half past eight, given all things going well. And hopefully we'll have Vanti on back to join us and back in the ranks and we can bring in Peter to tell us all about what he's been up to as well and get some Galnet news and then we'll have even more community goals and we'll have an even more up-to-date hot pit report and we'll have we're going to have some Hober mean Hober next week Hober? He's he gone? gone Jeez If Hober's not here Hober Hollow will definitely fill in yeah, excellent. Well, I mean, Hober's got the smallest bladder known to, mine, to mankind. And uh, probably very poor lungs from all that smoking as well. But we are going to say goodnight for just now. We will be back next week at the usual time. Thank you for tuning in and giving us your ear time. Uh, we appreciate it and hope to see you soon. And get your tickets for LaveCon. And if you fancy a bit of role play, then meet up at Hober's Room, Room 127, at around about quarter to midnight. If you're part of the nudist march, then you want to be knocking onto Void Sun's bedroom door at around about quarter past midnight. Don't get those two confused. We'll be back next week. Bye! 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 Bye. For the mug! For the mug! 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 Oh.